Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor at the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now, get ready to be transformed by this message. I want to welcome all of you to this Chalak service. Our watch night service, our crossover service. And if my time here is correct, I to enter into a new year. What a blessing that we are entering into a new year. You know, just as we were coming, you know, we saw an accident just had happened. And this person had driven a car, crashed into the tree. I mean, I just could not even understand how it happened. But crashed into the middle of the tree and crashed all the way. And I'm just wondering, because by the time we got there, I think the cops were working and ambulances and so many things. And there was, you know, we don't know what happened to the person that was in the car. But this is just a few hours before the end of the year. Hallelujah. And so, minute to minute, hour to hour, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, God is in control and God has kept us. God is good. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Why don't you take your seats for a moment? Let me give you some important announcements before we continue. Wonderful. Well, I I want to announce to you that uh, the theme of our year coming up, the theme of 2023 for us in the UD is my year of being thankful. My year of being thankful. And I think it is the most appropriate theme for this year. You know, there cannot be any better year to have a theme like this than 2023. You know, a few years ago, just in 2019, the end of 2019, on towards, many people lost their lives, and many of us were living in fear, not knowing if you were going to be counted amongst those who were dying. And many, many people died, you know, and by the grace of God, you and I are here today, and looking back, you know, to see that 2023 is coming to meet us, we can all testify that God has been good to us. Why don't you stand to your feet and let us clap our hands and give a shout, a mighty shout, thank you offering to God for his faithfulness, for his goodness, for his love, for his kindness, for his provision, for his supply for his abundant grace, the mercies and riches 
the honor he has bestowed upon us. We thank you, Lord. We are grateful and thankful. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. Wonderful. You know, so um, with that, I was hoping that there will be so many people to come to say thank you for what you have done for me. You know, and I always encourage you, whenever we have an opportunity like this, seize it to just come and say thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for me. Sometimes it is just too many to even count, you know. And um, I believe there's so many things that Pastor Chiani had shared with me through the year. If you were to recount them, the whole service will be all of his testimonies. But sometimes it's just proper to come and say, thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for me. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, we are going to share the word of God for a few minutes, and then we are going to um, pray and enter by the grace of God. I believe for these few hours, he will keep us to see the year 2023, and we will pray into the year 2023, welcome the year in the presence of God, and we are going to trust him to see us through the year 2023. Many, many blessings await us, and we are going to pronounce them upon our lives and to experience them practically. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. So we are going to share the word of God for a few minutes. Why don't you rise to your feet and bow your heads with me as we pray. Father, we are thankful and grateful. Lord, we thank you for the year that has just passed. We thank you for your faithfulness, for your mercies. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of salvation. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for health, for strength. We thank you for our church, for the fathers that you have given us. We thank you for the life of the presiding bishop. We thank you for his family. Lord, throughout the adversities, throughout the difficulties and the challenges that we face in 2022, Lord, you give us victory in every step. And here we are today, seeing the end of the year. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord, for the congregation, for their loyalty, for their faithfulness, their constance. We thank you, Lord, for the difficulties, the trials, temptations, backsliding states that we went through. Through it all, Lord, you have kept us, and we are grateful. We give you thanks. We honor you. We love you. This evening, Lord, we ask that you speak to our hearts. Arrest our hearts. Change us as we come. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Clap your hands together for the Lord and please be seated. Wonderful. Well, tonight we are going to share from one of our father's books and it's, I think, 
is a book that we launched in this church, and it's amazing that um, it is also the theme of our year, and our message is, how can I say thanks? How can I say thanks? How can I say thanks? Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 15. How can I say thanks? Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 15. It says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Be ye thankful. Be ye thankful simply means be thankful. Be thankful. Hallelujah. Be thankful. Now, why is the Bible exhorting us and commanding us to be thankful? The reason is because human beings by nature, humans by nature, are not thankful. People are not thankful. Hallelujah. So that is why we are sharing on this topic. How can I say thanks? And that is why our theme for this year is my year of being thankful. My year of being thankful. To be reminded every day of our lives to be thankful. Hallelujah. How can I say thanks? How can I say thanks? Now, this is a question that every serious Christian should be asking. Every serious Christian should be asking, how can I say thanks? How can I say thanks? Because being unthankful is a very evil characteristic. Being unthankful is a very serious evil before God. Hallelujah. And it is a common characteristic of the human race. And it comes with many cases when you are unthankful. Hallelujah. Unthankfulness, unfortunately, is listed among one of the, or some of the most terrible sins that you can think of, especially in our last days. Being unthankful is surprisingly listed amongst some of the terrible sins of the last days. And we want to look at the scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse number 1. We're reading to verse 5. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 1 to 5. The Bible says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. These are last day sins. The sins of the last days. It says, men shall be Lovers of their own selves. That means people will be selfish. They will be covetous. Boasters. Proud. Blasphemous. 
disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despises of those that are good, traitors, hurry, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. From such, turn away. And for all these serious sins that are listed here, you'll find unthankfulness as a part of these sins. Hallelujah. Amen. So unthankfulness is a very serious sin if it is listed among these sins. Now, to God, sin is a sin. And all the sins that are listed here carry the same weight. Amen. So you have a lot to be thankful for. Hallelujah. You have a lot to be thankful for. Whenever you are invited to give thanks to God, you have a lot to be thankful for. Amen. Can you imagine that throughout the whole of 2023, you in particular, you have been urinating. Wow. You see, you didn't think it's something to be thankful for. You didn't think that the ability to urinate is something to be thankful for. Hallelujah. That every day in 2022, you were able to urinate without even thinking about it. Amen. All you needed was to walk to a convenient place. You didn't even think about it. How many of you thought this day when we were giving thanks that you thought you should give thanks for the ability to urinate? Show by hands. If there's anyone here, you thought the ability to urinate, I need to come and thank God for. But I tell you, on the day that they will tell you that you cannot urinate, you will be looking to the face of God. And if you are relieved and you are given the ability to urinate, you will run here to thank God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because the day they will tell you that your kidneys are not functioning anymore and now you are going to need dialysis, you have about five years to live. Five years to live. Unless by the grace of God you have a, a kidney transplant or something of that nature. Are you listening? You have a lot to be thankful for. Imagine you have been eating every day the whole of 2022. You were, to, you were able to eat and drink sometimes three times in a day and in between. And you were able to even taste the food. That you put food in your mouth and you could taste that there was 
enough salt or there wasn't salt or it was too much pepper or there wasn't or there was this taste or the other. Because there are some people, one, they cannot put food in their mouth. They never know the taste of food. Their food gets into their belly or in their stomach through a tube that goes in the nose. And they never taste food. Amen. Are you listening to me? You see, sometimes some of these things sound very funny. But you know, the ability to pass flatulence, you know what it is? The ability to pass gas. I have to come down to you. So you understand what I'm talking about. That you are able to pass gas is a great blessing. How many of you know that? You see, but you don't know. Even you feel shy when you pass gas. One day, one day, we were making medical rounds and we got to a patient and the patient has been there for a while after surgery and then we said, sir, you still can't go home yet because we're waiting for the day that you pass gas. And he said, I, have, I passed gas last night. And he was arguing with us. He says, I passed gas. And then the nurse says, no, we didn't, nobody reported that you passed gas. And right in front of us, the patient gave a big one. He says, look at that. Right in front of us. And then he says, sir, you qualify to go home. You are well. You can go home. You don't need a hospital. You don't need to be in a hospital bed because of your ability to just pass gas. I say you have a lot to be thankful for. God has done so much for you that you need to thank him for. I can go on and on and on. Amen. But God has been good. But tonight, I want to show, I want to share with you some few points about the power of being thankful. The power of being thankful. Number one, be thankful as an attitude of your life. Be thankful as an attitude of your life. Hallelujah. Be thankful as an attitude. It means let thankfulness be a part of your life. Let thankfulness be your nature. Hallelujah. Have an attitude of thankfulness. Develop the attitude of thankfulness. Hallelujah. The Colossians 3.15 says, And let the peace of God rule in your heart, to the which also ye are called in one body. And then it says, and be ye thankful. Be ye thankful. Hallelujah. I'm talking about being thankful. You know, many people have learned to say thank you because it is part of a part of a culture. Are you listening to me? Many people say thank you because it is part of their culture. Children in some cultures are taught to say thank you whenever they are given something. 
They ought to say thank you. And they are taught to say thank you. And sometimes they even say thank you before they know what is being handed to them. Because it is part of a culture. It is some type of training. Amen. So thank you is an automatic thing for many well-mannered people. If you come from a good home, what they call cultured home, you say thank you when something good is done to you. So there are several people, many in fact, many people who are unthankful and ungrateful people, but who have learned to say thank you without being thankful. You can understand it. Do you understand my message? People say thank you, but they are not thankful. They are not thankful. They are not full of thanks. Hallelujah. But being thankful is a spiritual state or a spiritual condition. Amen. It is a state of constant gratefulness. Perpetual gratefulness. You are thankful. You are full of thanks. It is not a saying to just say thank you. Amen. So this is our year of being thankful. Hallelujah. It is a state. You are in a constant state of thankfulness. And you never finish saying thank you. You never finish. You don't say, but I said thank you already. How many times do you want me to say thank you? A thankful person never thinks like that. Someone who is thankful never feels that I thank you already. In fact, I bought him a thank you card and I even put some money in it to say thank you. What else do you want? A thankful person does not think like that. A thankful person is perpetually thankful. It's full of thanks. And that is what the Bible wants you to be. Not thank you, not just say thank you, but to be thankful. Thank you is a communication of your thankfulness. But you don't finish being thankful. You don't finish saying thank you. Hallelujah. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? So someone who is thankful is always thankful. Someone who is thankful is always singing and praising and thanking God. Even when no one is there. When you have felt in your heart strongly that God has done something for you, you find yourself singing privately even when no one is there. When you are in a very difficult situation and the Lord delivers you, you find yourself singing. You find yourself dancing. 
even when no one is there. That is a state of thankfulness. Whenever you remember that thing, you begin to dance. You begin to sing. You begin to say, thank you, Lord. Whenever you remember, whenever you see someone going through that situation, it brings thanksgiving in your heart. It brings an inner, inner appreciation and gratefulness to God. Are you listening to me? That is a state of being thankful. Hallelujah. It is a state of great appreciation. Hallelujah. It is important to appreciate God for all the things that he has done for us. It is important to thank God for all that he has done for us. Hallelujah. May you be a thankful person in 2023. May you never finish saying thank you. Are you the only one who has done something for someone? Should we, should we worship you? Should, what else should we do to you? We have said thank you. That is not a thankful person. That is not a person who really appreciates what has been done for him or for her. But when you are really thankful, you jump. You sing. Anytime you think of it. Anytime you see the person, you begin to be thankful. When you are truly thankful. So being thankful is a state and it's a condition. It is not a saying. We don't just say thank you and we are done. But it's a perpetual state of appreciation. Hallelujah. Number two. Give thanks as a weapon that releases the greatest miracles. Give thanks as a weapon that releases the greatest miracle. John chapter 6 and verse 23. Is somebody understanding the message I'm sharing with you tonight? John chapter 6 and verse 23. It says, How be it, there came other boats from Tiberias, nigh unto the place where they did eat bread. After that, the Lord had given thanks. Do you remember the feeding of the 5,000 hungry people? Jesus used thankfulness to release one of the greatest miracles that he ever performed. And it was considered one of the greatest miracles because when Jesus performed this miracle, the whole town, the people wanted, they rushed and they wanted to make him a king. There was no miracle that caused the people to want to make Jesus a king. But when they saw that he was able to feed 5,000 hungry people, from few loaves of bread and fishes, they were amazed at the miracle. This was one of the most amazing miracles that Jesus performed. And how did he perform this miracle? How did he perform it? If you read the scriptures, which we will not have time to read tonight, he did not pour oil on the bread 
or on the fish. He did not dip the bread into holy water, nor did he fast and pray over it. He did not. He did not even offer a prayer, a long prayer. He did not. What did he do? All Jesus did was to give thanks. That is all. The Bible says they came to this place, Tiberias, nigh unto the place where they did eat bread. After that, the Lord had given thanks. All Jesus did was to give thanks. Hallelujah. Giving thanks is a mighty key in working great miracles. Hallelujah. It is a mighty key. Giving thanks tickles God in a very fantastic way to give thanks. Hallelujah. And especially to give thanks for something that you have not even received yet. And you have just asked for it. It wrought a mighty miracle. Hallelujah. That is why the Bible says, in all things, give thanks. In all things, give thanks. Amen. As you stand before an impossible situation and you lift up your hands to God, you will see the mighty hand of God at work in your life in 2023. Hallelujah. As you face a difficult situation, as you face an impossible situation, just lift up your hands unto the Lord and just give him thanks and see the great hand of God at work in your life. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Giving thanks wrought wonderful miracles. Amen. When you come to the Red Sea of your life, standing before the Red Sea and not knowing which way to go, not knowing to go left or to go right, and there seemed to be no way And you want the dry lands to appear even in the Red Sea. My friend, when you are wondering how it is going to pass for you, may you see the hand of God coming to pass in your life when you lift up your hands to give thanks to God. Amen. Giving thanks brings one of the greatest miracles. Amen. When you are confronted as you are confronted with that same sickness that has been troubling you in 2022. And as you face this sickness again in 2023, amen, as you face that horror, as you face that disease, and you are standing before it, looking at a paper, looking at a test result, looking at a diagnosis, looking at a doctor's report, And looking at it and seeing they have no solution. They don't know how to go about this. My brother, my sister, lift up your hands and just begin to thank God. And see a great miracle wrought in your life. Jesus just lifted up these few loaves and gave thanks. Amen. And if the Lord of God, the Lord our God is God. And as sure as the word of God is true, as it says, every knee shall bow 
and every tongue shall confess the Lord Jesus Christ. You will see the hand of God wrought a great miracle, breaking through for you, coming through for you in 2023. As your life now is changed into a person full of thanks and giving thanks, may you see great miracles coming to pass in your life. In the name of Jesus, you will experience powerful miracles. You will see the great hand of God at work in your life like you have never seen before. Because now you are changed to a woman of thankfulness. You are changed to a man of thankfulness. You are someone who just gives thanks even for what you have not received. Put your hands together for the Lord. Number three. Saying thanks is a weapon that neutralizes diseases in food. Saying thanks is a weapon that neutralizes diseases in food. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 3. You read into verse 5. First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 3. Are you coming along with me? Are you changing into a person full of thanksgiving? Are you seeing the power of thanksgiving? They forbid people to marry and order them to abstain from certain foods, which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who know the truth. For everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. Hallelujah. Giving thanks is your master key to disinfecting and sanitizing and sanitizing and sanctifying the food that you put in your mouth. When you give thanks, you sanctify the food, you sanitize the food, and you disinfect the food by giving thanks. Hallelujah. That is why in 2023, every time you sit before anything to eat, Lift up your hands and give thanks to God for even putting food on your table. Hallelujah. Everything you eat is sanctified as soon as you utter a word of thanksgiving. Amen. Thanksgiving is your master key to killing germs and killing viruses and killing bacteria that come in your food and the water that you drink. Thanksgiving. Trust in the Lord. Whenever you have food, before you put it in your mouth, give thanks to God. Hallelujah. Especially in this era of pandemic, you cannot afford not to say thank you before you put anything in your mouth. Amen. Every drink you have, every sandwich you eat, and every kind of food you put in your mouth must be sanctified sanitized and disinfected by you giving thanks to God. Hallelujah. Remember, God has given you something that is more powerful 
than any type of sanitizer. And that's the power of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Give thanks for everything. Give thanks for every food. Give thanks for every drink. Hallelujah. Recently, I remember I was sharing with you in church about a patient that I encountered at a hospital. And this person only ate something and had what you call food poisoning. Food poisoning. And I, how many of you had had food poisoning before? You have eaten something that didn't go well and you were having diarrhea or you were throwing up. How many of you have experienced that before? Yes. A lot of people. It's a common, a common thing. And if you have not experienced it, you will experience it someday. But not 2023 as you are beginning to be a thankful person. Amen. <laughs> Say, I will not experience food poisoning. Yes. So, I was sharing with you that there was someone who ate something and had food poisoning. And this person developed what they call Guillain-Barré syndrome. I told him, I gave you an assignment to go and look it up. Many of you did not. GBS, Guillain-Barré syndrome. And the most common cause of Guillain-Barré syndrome is food poisoning. Food poisoning. Most common cause of this are viruses in the food, such as Zika virus or EBV, Epstein-Barr virus. Have you heard that before? Or even the common flu. How many of you have had flu before? You have had flu in the upper respiratory. Even they said it's COVID. They say, oh no, it's not COVID. It's flu. You prefer flu. Flu can give you Guillain-Barré syndrome. Now, do you know what is Guillain-Barré syndrome? Guillain-Barré syndrome is a disease that paralyzes you. Just from food poisoning. You get a food poisoning, a virus, and it goes away after you have had diarrhea or vomiting or you have had a flu and it goes away. And then a few weeks afterwards, you start feeling weakness in your feet. And then it starts coming up. Then you feel weakness in your knees. And then it starts coming up. They call it ascending paralysis. Right before your eyes, you realize that your feet now, you can't stand anymore. And then you can't feel anything in your legs. And then you can't walk. And then it keeps coming up. And it's coming up. Guillain-Barré syndrome. And then it paralyzes you. And it paralyzes your arms. You can't move your arms. And then it paralyzes your diaphragm. You can't breathe. And they have to put you on a breathing machine. Wow. From flu. How many of you have had flu before? How many of you have had food poisoning before? Epstein-Barr virus. How many of you have had that before? You have had it, but you don't know what it is. But I'm telling you that you have had it before. 
and the most common bacteria that happens to people is Campylobacter. And it comes in the food, food that you eat. Food that you, you can buy food from McDonald's and it has that. You can buy food from anywhere and it has that. You can buy bagel with cheese from Abdul on the street and it has that. Because you don't like to spend your money at Starbucks. You say, why should I buy bagel for $3.50 when Abdul can give me with a huge amount of cheese for 99 cents with coffee? Am I speaking to someone? But you can buy food from Starbucks and it has Campylobacter in it. And that leaves people with Guillain-Barre syndrome. I tell you, God has been so good to you, you have no idea. God has been so good to you. You have so much to be thankful for. Amen. Amen. So in 2023, before you put food in your mouth, say thank you, God, for giving me this to eat. Bless the food that is set before me. Sanctify this food. Purify this food. Sanitize this food. And when you go to a restaurant and you are sitting down and someone is going to cook for you, pray for that person and say, I sanctify your hands by the power of the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for giving me this cook. Sanctify his hands as he goes to the bathroom and didn't wash his hand and coming back with Campylobacter on his hand to touch my food. I sanctify this food by the power of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Be a man of thankfulness. Be a woman of thankfulness in 2023 and you will live long. Hallelujah. If somebody understand what I'm sharing with you, in 2023, the power of thanksgiving will completely filter out and neutralize every evil thing that wants to enter into your body. By your thanksgiving, as you lift up your hands to you give thanks, your pork will be sanctified. Your food will be sanctified. Your meat will be sanctified. Your chicken will be sanctified. Your sandwich will be sanctified. Your Chinese food will be sanctified. Your rice will be sanctified. Every single food that you put in your mouth will be sanctified. Hallelujah. Amen. The next point, the last one. You want more? I have more. Let me see the time. Okay. Let me share with you. Your flourishing and your abounding is dependent on your level of thankfulness. Your flourishing and your abounding. To abound means to, to have in abundance and to be there and to stay and to be supported and to be sustained. Amen. Your flourishing and your abounding is dependent on your level of thankfulness. A great man of God said, your attitude, your, he says, your attitude of gratitude determines your altitude. 
Say my attitude of gratitude determines my altitude. That means your, the attitude of your appreciation and your gratuity, it will determine how high you will go. It determines your altitude. Amen. When you are grateful, you will go high. When you are thankful, it sets you higher. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 7, it says, Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. You abound with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Your flourishing in the kingdom of God is dependent on your thankfulness. Eugene, your thankfulness is going to set you high. It is going to lift you high. Alan, as you are saying, thank you, Lord, you are tantalizing God to add more to you. Amen. Amen. Thankfulness. You know, even you as a person, when you give something to someone and the person shows appreciation, it makes you want to give more to the person. It makes you want to give more. Amen. It makes you want to give the person more. One man of God was saying, you know, his son-in-law came to visit him with his daughter. And as they were in the house, you know, they came to stay the night and they were leaving the house to go to work. And as they were going to work, the son-in-law came to say bye to him. And when he said bye, he said to the son-in-law, wow. You smell good. And then the son-in-law said, thanks to you. So then he remembered, oh, it is this cologne that he bought for him. And the person remembers, and then he said, thanks to you. And he says, ah. Then he left. And then he began to think about it. And he says, oh, the guy smells nice. And I said, he smells nice and he says, thanks to me. Because of that, he decided to buy him the nicest perfume. He says, I want you to smell better than this and continue to say thanks to me. And that is how God is. The more you are saying thank you, you make God want to give you more. He will give you more in 2023 as you develop the attitude of thankfulness. Hallelujah. Some of you, when the Lord blesses you, you don't even come back to say thank you. You don't come back to say thank you. You are struggling in life and praying and praying and praying and the Lord blesses you and you don't have time because of the blessing. You don't have time. One guy who was struggling in the church and struggling in the church and the Lord blessed him. The Lord opened such a mighty door for him and he was so blessed, making so much money and stopped coming to church. And the pastor said, why don't you come to church anymore? He says, pastor, you know how much I make on Sundays alone? <laughs> wow. 
You know how much I make on Sundays alone? The blessings of God takes us away from his house. We don't come back to say thank you. But that will not be your story. I say you are going to flourish even more as you give thanks to God. Hallelujah. You know, you ask anyone who is faithful and truthfully faithful with his tithe. Anyone. And they don't come many. I'm telling you. They are Christians. It says, having the form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. They don't believe in the power even of tithe. Many Christians, they look like a godly person. Sometimes they come every now and then and stand and pretend to pay tithe, but that's not even their tithe. But you speak to anyone who is truthfully faithful with their tithe. You can testify to that. I think there are some few people here who can testify to that. Anyone who is truthfully faithful with their tithe, you'll see that God continues to add to you and add to you. And when he sees that you are paying $100 tithe and he added and now you are paying 150 and you are still faithful and then he sees that he can trust you with his money. He can trust you. He adds to you. And then you are still faithful. He, I'm giving you a great key. Listen very carefully. And he sees that you are faithful. And then he adds to you. And then you realize that now your tithe is $1,000. And then it looks too much for you. And you stop. And you realize that. That is all. And then it starts coming down. You watch. I'm telling you. God is real, Brothers and sisters, God is real. It says, he that cometh to me must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently, you are diligent in all your things, diligent in your giving, diligent in the word, diligent in the work of God, diligent in all of your seeking him. You will see. He's true. He says, bring in all the tithe into the storehouse that there will be meat in my house and prove me herewith if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. And I'm telling you, anyone who has put this challenge, you experience that open house blessing that God will open upon your life. I'm telling you. But it's so hard. It's so hard that when he has blessed you and you look that you're making $10,000 in two weeks. And now you are taking $1,000 to give to God. What are you going to do with it, Lord? What are you going to do with $1,000? Uh, thousand? No, Lord. And then you try it one week, two weeks. But prove me now here with. Put a challenge. Continue to do it. Continue to pay. You will flourish. I say you will flourish. May you flourish as you are continuously and faithfully being thankful with what God gives you. May you flourish. Amen.
abounding is possible only with thanksgiving. Do you want to abound and flourish in the house of God? Then you must be thankful. Be thankful. Brothers and sisters, learn to be thankful. Hallelujah. Human nature is not the nature of thankfulness. Hence the Bible says, be ye thankful. Be thankful. And one of the ways we are thankful is by giving to the house of God to show that we appreciate what he has done for us. Amen. You must be thankful for all that God has given to you. You must be thankful for the church. Be thankful for your pastor. Be thankful for the beautiful church that God has given us. Be thankful for it. Don't come to God only December 31st and cross over with God until the following year. But remember God every day, every day. Every day. He gives you six days in the week. And he says, one day, come and serve me. One day, come and serve me. Recently, I was talking to one of our members, very hardworking person, and then she got sick and couldn't go to work for a while. You can't go. Are you listening to me? Be ye thankful. Be thankful for and appreciative of your shepherds. Be thankful for to God for the music that you hear in church, that people rehearse and they come and sing for you, you be thankful for that. Be thankful for the efforts. Be appreciative of the preaching that you hear in church. Be appreciative. Be thankful. Amen. Be thankful for the atmosphere of love that you experience in the house of God. You know, many of us, without a church, we have no life. I mean, I'm being honest with you. Many of us, without a church, we have no life. Our lives all about the church. Revolves around the church. Amen. You must be thankful for everything. Hallelujah. Those who flourish are always thankful. Amen. You must be thankful that you are in the house of God. David said in Psalm 122 and verse 1, he says, I was glad. When they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I was glad. I was glad. Some of you, it's a pain when we say come to church. But David said, I was glad. Some of you, it's a drag. We have to drag you to come to the house of God. But say with David in 2023, I am always glad whenever you call me to come to the house of God. I see you flourishing in the year 2023. As you develop a heart of thankfulness. Hallelujah. And finally, let me give you one last one. Giving thanks is the reason for staying alive. Giving thanks is a reason for staying alive. Psalm 6 and verse 5. It says, for in death there is no remembrance of thee in the grave who shall give thee thanks. This is David. Saying to the Lord, he says, for in death there is no remembrance of thee. In the grave, who shall give thee thanks? This is what he was saying. Who shall give thee thanks in the grave? 
Perhaps the master key to your staying alive is your thanksgiving. That's your thanksgiving to keep you alive. You may think it is your vitamins, or you may think it's because of your exercise, or you may think it's because of your physicals, that you do your physicals year by year, and that is why you are alive. Do you know that there are so many things that can kill you? So many things that can kill you. Even the vitamin that you are taking, you know, someone took a vitamin. Do you know how the vitamins come such big? Someone took a vitamin this big and then it choked on the person and the person had to come to the hospital because the person could not breathe and was taking a vitamin so you stay alive and healthy and well. Hallelujah. The master key to staying alive is giving thanks. David said, or David reminded God that if he were in the grave, he will not be able to give him thanks. He says, for in death there is no remembrance of thee. In the grave, who shall give thee thanks? So God will keep you alive so you can give him thanks. Anyone who is a thanksgiving person, anyone who is full of thanks, you give God a reason to keep you alive so you can give him thanks. God loves thanksgiving. That is why in the scriptures you read the Psalms, David always writes, give thanks to the Lord God. Give thanks to God. Oh, let us give thanks to God. Oh, let us give thanks to God. God will give, will give God a reason to keep you alive if you are a person whose heart is full of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. May you be a person whose heart is full of thanksgiving. May you flourish as you continue to give thanks to God in 2023. May you flourish as you give thanks, lift up your hands to give thanks to God. May you prosper as you stand before impossible situation. May you receive a breakthrough as you face impossible situation as you give thanks to God. In the name of Jesus. 2023 will be your year of thanksgiving. Your year of being thankful. That you'll be full of thanksgiving. That you will never say, I have given enough thanks. May you never be tired of giving thanks. Hallelujah. When someone does something to you, may you never be tired of giving thanks. May the person feel tired of saying thank you, but not you, that I am tired. I can't say thank you anymore. May you never be in that state, but may you have a heart of gratitude. May you be a thankful person. May you be a thankful person. May you be counted amongst people who are full of thanks. Hallelujah. May your name never be listed in the sins, the great sins of the last days, that you are part of the last day sinners, that you are an unthankful person. But may you be a thankful person as you enter into 2023. May you prosper. May you live long. May you give God a reason to keep you, you and your household, you and your home. May you prosper and do well as you give Lord thanks for everything that you have received. We believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come worship with us at the Kodesh Family Church located at 1810 Randall Avenue, Bronx, New York at 2 p.m. every Sunday. God bless you.